It's the Zaya Show. What's up, guys? It's Zaya. And before we get into the juicy episodes and stuff, be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast so that way you can get first alert of new episodes on all streaming platforms every Wednesday. Now back to the episode. Welcome back to the Zaya Show. Today I'm here with Stefan. Hello. <laughs> and you know, this wonderful queen comedy. And I just want to give him the floor to introduce himself. Yeah, hi, I'm Stefan G. Um, and uh I I do comedy uh here in Dallas. I produce uh queer comedy shows. Um and I do uh, I do sketch improv. Um, and produce a, a variety show uh, every month called Queer Factor. Um, it's an all LGBTQ show at the Dallas Comedy Club. Um, and yeah, that's me in a very small nutshell. Okay, perfect. I got a question. Yeah. Are you an actor or are you just like an improv actor? Just an improv actor. So yeah, I have, I actually have like no like theater or acting background at all I just started doing improv like four years ago yeah um just kind of out of like a um like oh an improv class seems like a fun thing I can do <laughs> just once <laughs> <laughs> that's how um, I started then, this podcast so uh yeah <laughs> but yeah it was really interesting um like I've been a, a performer for a long time um like uh, music and dance. I played piano and French horn um, and then did dance for a while. And um, so I've always been a performer, but a few years ago I was in a place where like I, um, I just had uh, more free time open up. I wasn't performing anymore mm-hmm. or doing anything. Um, and I, I had a friend uh, several years ago who uh, she, she did an improv class. I saw her like level one showcase and I was like, well, it makes sense, um, <clears throat> for her to take a comedy class. Cause she's like the funniest person I know. So right. I, I kind of always thought it was just reserved for like people who like just knew they were funny. And I was like, well, not me. Like I'm, I, for the longest time I was very shy, very like not getting, you know, getting on stage seemed like terrifying. Yeah. Um, but I also like to put myself in uncomfortable situations sometimes. So uh, I was like, yeah, an improv class sounds fun. Get me out of my shell. And um, I didn't know there were like, there was a whole program. I was like, I, I thought I would just take this one class and be done. But uh, here I am four years later and I'm still, <laughs> I'm still doing, I found like my niche in doing uh, improv and doing comedy in general. Um, and it's been really great because the, um, uh, the club that I, uh, perform at is very inclusive, has a very active and very talented queer community. Um, and so it's been really fun and really awesome to kind of put that all together into a show every month to just showcase our talents, because I don't know about you, but personally, I think we're funnier than straight people. So, of um, of course, always, always, that's nothing to... You know, question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of like my hope to highlight uh, our community. Right. I love that. So, 
obviously okay so a uh, fun fact about me i actually am an actor i'm more of a theater actor so i totally understand when you say you like putting yourself in uncomfortable positions especially with performing because there's some shows where i'll be like why am i doing this i am so afraid because it's like you know like you could play comedy shows comedy shows to me in th the theater world is so much lighthearted, so much you know like you get to mm -hmm. laugh but when you're yeah. doing a drama or you crying or like you know like a I remember I did one show about abuse. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't go on stage. Why am I acting like this? This is not me. I hate this. This is what I'm fearful of. Well, but I just sucked point. it up that's the whole point and dealt with like it. It's not you. Yeah. So. It's not me. And I had to learn that like through the past five years. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I totally understand. And, mm -hmm. you know, comedy is a great, great skill. Like, you know, like we all need a laughter, especially like in these times. Like, I just want to laugh. I don't want to cry. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like there's enough going on, <laughs> enough heavy stuff going on that we don't need to explore it. And right. I, actually, that's something I've been thinking about lately. It's like why comedy as an art form, um, like, is so appealing to me personally is because like mm -hmm. it's very intentional in its uh, effect on an audience. Like there are some art forms like you know, more experimental theater or yeah. visual art where the, uh, like the interpretation is kind of left open to the audience. And it's mm -hmm. like, so one person may see and feel something very strongly and other people may feel differently, but comedy is very like, it's either funny or it's not. And like, yeah, there's comedy that's like challenging or a little bit uncomfortable, but I think that's, uh, kind of a very small portion of what comedy is. So yes. I, I just love that about comedy. It's like, it's very intentional in what it's trying to do as an art form. And I think, I think that's why it's so accessible and why I love doing it. Yes, especially with like, I love listening to comedy podcasts or going to comedy shows. Mm -hmm. I'm actually mm -hmm. from New Orleans. So oh. we do have a lot of like a live uh, comedy, you know, uh -huh. community around here especially with improv actors you know joining the mix and I love it but I'm interested in talking about queer factors so how mm -hmm. does it feel to put on a show within like a month like I know like as an actor like playing on a show in a few months or a few weeks it's like mm -hmm. stressful so how does it feel <laughs> to do like a different show for a different audience every month and is it with the same people or is it with different comedians and um so I bring in different people um, for every show. Uh, yes. We have, we have kind of a rotating cast for our uh, improv portion. Um, there is kind of a core cast who has done almost every show. Um, but for, so the way we structure it is uh, the first half um, <clears throat> of the show is a mix of stand-up sketches uh, and like character performances. Um, and then the last half is uh uh, an improvised set where um, we we ask an audience member what their favorite movie is, and then we improvise mm -hmm. that that movie, but gay. <laughs> oh so, my gosh! Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's a lot of it, it's a lot of fun. And so the the improv part. What another thing I love about improv is like you just show up and you do it. Like you don't have Facts. to practice. I mean, we've kind of um, <clears throat> we kind of had to set this format up a little bit, but. Uh, everyone is so skilled and experienced that um, the the improvisers are that uh, everyone was just kind of able to jump in and just do this uh, this format, and so that's yeah. been really great. And then 
for the first half of the show, the more variety parts, I do, um, mm -hmm. I'll pull in people who like I've just met or don't even really know at <laughs> all sometimes. Um, because especially like stand up people, I don't know a whole lot of people that do stand up because that, that space is still predominantly like straight male. Um, and so it's like, yeah. sometimes it's kind of hard to find <laughs> gay people who yeah. um, do stand up. Also, there's not, there's not usually a lot of crossover um, between stand up and improv. And I, as an improv person, like I only know other improv people mostly. Right. So. Yeah. But I feel like uh, the show is very different, very unique. Because, you know, like, mm -hmm. whenever I go to a comedy show, it's more like just like comedians. And it's just like, ha, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. I sit down, I watch you on a stool, and you drinking water, and you talking. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, like, you know, like, with you, it's, like, very different and very mm -hmm. organic. And I feel like that what makes the show be able to do it every yeah. single month and having a different audience. Because it's, like, something so new and so different, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's with you know lgbtq and, where we are funnier and better than and straight people in comedy <laughs> and it's yeah, with lgbtq absolutely. so of course it's better already so yeah <laughs> yeah and i kind of love so, i just wanted of of the show mm -hmm. that like um uh, people may not know exactly what it is and you know it's not just a, a typical stand-up show which i think can be like kind of boring sometimes so it, it's yes. nice to be able to because the the purpose of the show is not just to feature um like queer comedians because we as people don't fit like every label i want our comedy to reflect that and not fit mm. like other labels as well like i want the weird experimental stuff um it, you know it may may or may not work but it's still like a lot of fun to watch and so yes. i i just feel like it's important to have that like uh um that space for people to experiment and showcase their talent i agree definitely showcase talent and speaking of showcasing talent so recently in the past week uh there was a wonderful festival you know that i got invited to but sadly couldn't make it um <laughs> It's called Queer to Queer Festival, and for people, you know, for the Zay fam and for audience, you know, new media audience, shout out to you. Um, it's basically an LGBTQ uh, film festival, and they showcase different films within, like, you know, directed and acted by uh, the LGBTQ uh, community. So how was your experience through Queer to Queer Festival? Um, it was great. I have never, like, been to a film festival before. Um but it was a lot of fun um so the the first half of the day was uh live entertainment and so we we were a part of that um mm -hmm. we we did an hour performance um at the beginning of the day um <clears throat> and then we did a table read of, of a script um a little bit later in the day and then that uh, and then the films that night um i i was really impressed some of them were really like really like I'm still like thinking about some of them um yeah. and I love that they're all like just short films like in my mind a film festival I was like oh I'm gonna be watching like long movies all day but it, <laughs> it wasn't that <laughs> um but it was it was great to see um just the variety of um of films like yeah. yeah I don't I don't really seek out and explore like uh, short independent films so this is really nice to um 
see what's out there in the like indie film space and from queer creators is just yes yes i just love to support queer uh creations arts like i just Mm -hmm. feel like so many wonderful talented people especially in the queer community get undermined because it's you know like it's different it's not typical and what the typical audience will want you know so i just love when there's a platform to give light to those wonderful uh creators especially queer creators so mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely what i love to see now um tracing back so you said you was the shy person when you was younger right Oh, yeah, absolutely. So as a shy person myself, okay, so (laughs) I know there were several times where I just found things funny in my head. So Mm -hmm. as a person that just watched people just be people as a young person, was there anything that was like funny to you to this day that you still laugh about if you recalled it? Oh, my gosh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like how young are we talking about? like I mean like okay like for me so I was shy like up to like 15 so like I remember like there'll be a time where you know like whenever I'm quiet or whatever I say a peep it'll be like people will be like oh you speak it's like Uh and I'm just like yeah I speak and it would say some dumb stuff like I remember uh okay we were children so of course everything was dumb um (laughs) and so this one guy he was just like oh Isaiah I didn't know you could talk and I was like yeah I could talk and he was like you know like he started talking gibberish and he was like yeah that's all I hear and I was like yeah that's all I hear from you too and it still cracks me up I'm like it's so relatable so Mm. stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah um like you didn't say much but you made it count right yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like that's how that's how I am (laughs) in general just like yeah I don't I don't talk a lot about what I Mm -hmm. what I facts so who are your inspirations when you start comedy when you started comedy when I started um so kind of what inspired me I was listening to a lot of um Nicole Byers podcasts um Nicole Byer the host of Nailed It on Netflix and just a very funny comedian and like uh, through her having guests on her podcasts, I found other like comedians that she knew through uh, UCB, the Upright Citizens Brigade in New York, which is yes. a which is an improv school and improv theater um, in New York, uh, similar to um, the Dallas Comedy Club. And uh, um, so then I was like, oh, like she knows all these people, all these comedians from being in this like comedy community, like. Um, you know, maybe I should take an improv class and see, and see what, you know, improv itself is all about, but also like the comedy community as well. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's great. It's just great to have uh, amazing influence on Mm -hmm. the creation of art. So for me, I remember like, when was, how I got inspired to do acting? It was like so long ago, but I remember I was watching actually a short film on YouTube because, you know, like when I was in a closet I call it the glass door closet. Um, mm-hmm. I will always probably watch, you know, like the web series before Netflix was really a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you go on YouTube and you watch the wonderful LGBTQ uh, 
short films. Like I still watch them to this day. Like some of them, you know, <laughs> were cringing mm-hmm. at the time, but you know, like it would be like the secret guy walks out the door and it's like, that was my influence to do acting. I'm like, if I could tell a story like that and uh-huh. be an inspiration to people that could come out, you know, it'd be amazing. So my goal as an actor was always to act, like do like a gay character or like bring light and it, you know, like me being in the South, it was like, okay, we're doing very much straight plays and straight romance. I was like, can we do Angels in America? Can we at least do something like that? Can we spice it up? And at my college, I was just egging for like some different, I was like, can we do mm-hmm. something different? Please, please. And one director listened to me and she was like, oh my gosh, Isaiah, I love the idea. So we did a show where my character actually, you know, got to play with the idea of cross-dressing. And I was like, yes, uh-huh. finally. This is what acting is supposed to be. Make you uncomfortable. <laughs> you. And also mm-hmm. inform you that this is okay in the audience. So I feel like that was the moment as an actor where I was like, okay, I made it. But I'm still going to do shows like this because I love the idea of it. Yeah. So I just find it amazing where we get to inspire each other mm-hmm. in ways that who knows, like you might be <laughs> act, performing right in front of a future comedian that said I was inspired. Like a great show at Queer Factor. So you said you're based in Dallas. So mm-hmm. obviously Texas, you know, she's that type of girl, you know, sitting at the table with Florida. Did you ever have audience great. members? Yeah. Did you ever have audience members that challenged you in a different way during a show? Um, no, I've been pretty fortunate uh, in oh, that aspect. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I mean, like, uh, the the largest audiences I've been performing for lately are only queer audiences at Queer Factor, which is like really great. And are That's amazing. Some, some are just like the best, like most well behaved audiences. Like um uh like it happens at the club sometimes. There's like this big stand-up show or whatever, and mm-hmm. um, the audience gets really drunk, like there are some douchebags that just start yelling and whatever, and it just doesn't go well. And then our for our pride show uh, for Queer Factor, like the house is packed and um, like the bar manager came up to me after and she was like, this is the best bar crowd we've ever had. Like everyone's so nice and tipping well. And right. Like, yeah, queer people are nice. <laughs> like <laughs> We're nice. I don't know why people trying us. Maybe we're yeah. too nice. Maybe we just gotta be evil going to yeah. our villain era. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah. and then um like yeah. I I don't really do stand up so I I haven't been in that space as much yeah which I feel like that one can be you know more challenging and more difficult um, oh yeah with you know worse audiences I guess yeah because I know especially at comedy shows that you always see on social media like about like that one audience member that would try the performer and say the most yeah opposing thing and then you just like what the fuck are you saying right now you threw me off i you're supposed to say this because as a performer like i didn't try comedy but i know when it's like you have a line set up and you expecting this audience member to say something on the line of this and when they say something so opposite it's like Mm -hmm. okay why you said that now i gotta jump it back to this point (laughs) Yeah, when I interact with the audience, I try to make it like, um, like, uh, oh, just an example of the last show I did. I'm like, uh, round of applause or make some noise if 
you had a good coming out experience or uh, you had a bad coming out experience, like whatever, just kind of right. just like get them to cheer instead of like, and then we can move on to maybe more specific questions or something. But I, I usually just keep it at that, like make some noise right. if you've done this because then I don't have to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because my dream and my goal within the next year is to do a live podcast show. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like I, my audience going to have to just be very over the top because I'm so over the top and I'm like I want to do costume changes I want to have in this theater da, 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 da. and my friend's just like Zaya you're <laughs> going to be something else with this I was like it's got to be a performance it's got to be a performance <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad that you're having an amazing experience and you know like you're having fun doing this so what day like is there a certain day out of the month that you do this like on a 12th or you know um so normally like you we it? do um uh normally we do queer factor the first thursday of every month mm-hmm. um so that's been the the trend um the past several months uh we're hoping to do it on a weekend and like a headlining slot time slot in the future um yes. and then we'll do we'll do like a really big show for that <clears throat> But um, but yeah, first Thursday of every month, and then um, the the improv format we do, we perform separately as an improv troupe uh, called Butt Gay because we get a <laughs> we get a movie and then do that movie right. Butt Gay. Uh, we perform with that uh, troupe uh, the first Sunday, first and third Sunday of every month at six p.m. Um, and then I'm in other shows as well that aren't um, yeah like queer specific but yeah there are times where I have like four shows in a weekend it's tiring (laughs) I feel that um so you say like you would you know like y'all do a parody of a movie but Mm -hmm. gay what was the funniest recreation oh man (laughs) I um the pride show we did fast and furious nine um and that was, it was, it was really funny because like almost none of us on stage had seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I, that's my fear. I'm like, well, if I never seen this movie and I got to improv it. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, that's when it's the most fun is like, oh, yeah. any, anything you do, it's like, it's, it's the gay version of the movie. So like anything could be different. <laughs> um, that one, I don't think we made it particularly gay but we did um I asked the audience member I was like what happens in this movie and they were like they go to space and I was like no they didn't but then one of one of the (laughs) one of my castmates on stage was like they actually did for like every (laughs) scene and I was like oh okay I was just trying to roast the audience member for no reason (laughs) um so clearly because in the movie they only go to space briefly uh we did the whole set in space so they were space racing in the version that we did um right and yeah that it was really dumb uh like the our, our main character his mom died because she got out of the space car on accident and just died in space and so uh he was running this race to avenge his dead space mom who throughout the show like was still floating in space like just came back anytime anytime the mother was mentioned the girl playing her just like 
came back on stage like floating. It was <laughs> it was so it was so silly, but it was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, that sounds so much fun. That um, I really and- want to go out and see this show. Like <laughs> I just gotta be I just gotta be in the audience for the oh, career factor. Yeah. So when I come to Texas, when I come to Texas, is mm-hmm. you know, like hopefully they're not in a different country by then, oh, in a God. different, you know. But um, when I go to Texas, I'm definitely pulling up in Dallas and seeing this. I wish I would have known because actually I was in Dallas um, when Ida hit, like last September, like because of a hurricane hit where I stay. So uh, I could have went if I would have known. Ugh. But you know, well, we just started doing these shows get in there. January of this year. So. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. So it, right. is, it is a pretty new thing, um, but it's been very successful and we love doing it. So we hope to do it for a long time. Right. I am so happy that you're having this wonderful experience on this new venture. Mm-hmm. So what's your, like, let's just say like two years from now, mm-hmm. two years from now, because I'm like, okay, you know, who knows what could happen in two years. Right. Yeah. What do you see for the Queer Factor? Um, I, I hopefully see us performing at like larger theaters. Cause like right now we're at the Dallas comedy club. Um, the, the main stage theater there, uh, Max Capacity is like 125, um, Ooh. which is still a decent sized audience, but I'd yeah. love to see us, um, branch out to like just a bigger theater. Um, you know, there, there are several, um, small theaters in Dallas that I think would be, uh, just great for uh, expanding and um and really like this experience has kind of made me branch out to more into the uh like local theater community because I'm like I want to check out spaces not just for my show but to see like what just goes on here like what right what happens what kind of what other kind of shows are happening um in in queer spaces in other theater spaces as well because, um, because yeah, I just I love experiencing it. So I agree, especially um, after COVID and you know, like theater mm-hmm. struggling to get their self back up. I just love going to the local theater, especially in my town right now, and just go support the arts, mm-hmm. regardless of like how it's formed. If it's like a comedy show, if it's a theater show, if it's a dance show, I just feel like I got mm-hmm. to support because it's like you know, like we was there were some theaters that was. And some theaters that still closed because of like the financial burden from COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's so unfortunate. So I'm just like, let me give back. Let me support my, you know, like even if I'm not performing, I just want to support. So I'm definitely happy and excited for your journey through this. And Thank I you wish too. you nothing but the best. <laughs> and finally, what's the best piece of advice that you would give to someone that wants to go into the improv world or, you know, like comedy or like stand up? Yeah, uh, the only advice I have is that there are no stakes, like, um, whether you're doing stand-up or uh, improv, like, there are no stakes to what you're doing, like, if you, if you do poorly, like, it's not your job, like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna, I don't know, come for you, or, right. Like, it's not going to ruin your life if you have a bad show. And, I mean, I feel like that's something that improv has taught me a lot because, you know, I so much improv is not good improv, especially when you're, like, newer at doing it. And, right. like, I've done 
I, I've done so much terrible improv that I'm not afraid of doing terrible improv anymore. I'm, you know, I'm not terrible at it all the time, but, uh, but I'm not afraid of that anymore. Um, and so I think, yeah, I think just understanding that, like, just be ready to fail. Um, mm -hmm. cause I mean, if you don't do it poorly, you can never do it greatly. So, right. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I agree. And to all the performers out there, regardless of your art form, you're going to do amazing and you will fall flat on your face when you try for the first few times. <laughs> because I know as an actor, like I would get the constant note when I first started, like, you know, like five years ago, it'd be like, okay, Zaya, you pushing too hard. You pushing too hard. Cause I'm a perfectionist and I just want to get my message across. And it's yeah. like, you pushing Honestly, too hard. I mean, that's, it's yeah. better to push too hard than not push enough because it's exactly, easy, it's easier to pull back than it is to like, right. Push, push someone more. So, yeah. And my, the best piece of advice my director gave me at the time, she was like, okay, Zaya, like you are going, you have some personal journeys that you need to discover before <laughs> you can even touch drama. And I was like, I could do comedy. And she's like, yeah, you could do comedy well. Let's do comedy right now. So when I made the, when I tried drama and tried that big hurdle, it was like, okay, let me go to counseling first. You know, let me get my act together. Let me do my journey first and, you know, like go on my personal journey and let me not force it and be organic and be like discover different sides of me. And that helped me a lot. So, you know, sometimes performers, we have to put ourselves first and go through our own journey. So just live life, too. That's the best type of material. Like I take breaks from the podcast sometimes just to live life. If I feel mm -hmm. stuck, I'm like, well, I'm going to live life. I can't record 10 episodes. It just have it same message, you know. So I'd rather live life and then come back and share stories and, you know, interview wonderful people. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, that's the best advice to all my creators, queer or no queer. But, yeah, <laughs> that's the best advice that I could give you. Thank you again for coming on to the Zaya show. Yeah, and thank do you so you much mind, for having me. Yes. And do you mind dropping your social medias to the yeah, wonderful absolutely. Zaya family? So my Instagram is uh, Steph to death. That's S T E F <laughs> the number two and then death as in dying. Uh, and then you can find me on Twitter at Stefan G Wiz. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't use Twitter a whole lot, but I'll plug it anyways. Um, right. And then you, um, you can catch all of my shows at my link tree. Um, it's uh, S T E F the letter N and then the letter G. Uh, I always put my show tickets up there. And then mm -hmm. um, if you want to, if you're local to Dallas, you can check out um, the Dallas Comedy Club at dallas-comedyclub.com. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I shamelessly self-promote myself on social media all the time. So it is totally fine. That's the best. So if you follow me, you'll get, <laughs> you'll, you'll, yes, you'll get the info you need to come see me. And all this social stuff, you <laughs> didn't write that down, Zay fam. You know, I got you. <laughs> it's all in the description box below because I am best low sometimes where I replay the audio and I'm like, okay, let me write it down. No, it's going to be all in the description box below. I did it so you don't have to. And give it up for Stefan. Stefan, once again, <laughs> Stefan G. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much you. for coming on to the Zaya show. Yay!